Hey everybody, it is the Buffalo Community Podcast, and right away I want to give a content warning. Some of the things we talk about today uh, may be um, sensitive. sensitive to some viewers, so I want you to be prepared. You're going to want to stay tuned for this. It really does. It's a nice looking soundboard. This is the Buffalo Community <laughs> Podcast, all about the greatest small town in the USA the people in it, and how it all works together. Here are your hosts, Tyler Reese and Mark Benzer. All right, everybody, we're super excited to have local Indian indie author uh, with her debut novel here, Shannon Jump. Hello. Shannon, thank you for coming in. Thanks for having me. We're very excited. Um, I'm going to jump jump right into it. Go right ahead. Yeah. <laughs> It's hard not to say. Pun number it. one. Yes. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. We should have a jump ticker. Yeah. So counter. many jumps we can get in. <laughs> I downloaded the book last night, and I finished it this morning. That's insane. And I'm, and I'm not a reader. <laughs> I it love that. is definite a page turner, um, but it's it's a bit of a personal story for you. For sure. So let's give the thirty thousand foot view for everybody to catch up here and get started. All right. This is a book. so um my my book my brand new novel is called my only sunshine um it is a story that i wrote um kind of loosely based on reality it's things that um happened to me in my past in my younger years that um when things got tough i wrote um because that really kind of seemed to do it for me it it just kind of helped deal with things um with the idea in the back of my head that maybe one day i'll write a book We'll just see, see where it goes. Um, And the story just kind of happened. I mean, obviously in the last year with the pandemic going on, I had a little bit of free time. um, And I took that opportunity to really start writing this book. Um, Fun fact, it took me 13 years (laughs) from start to finish uh, to write this book. Um, Just kind of going back and looking at, you know, old scenes that I wrote, old chapters and pulling together poetry, song lyrics, all that kind of stuff that I wrote back then. Um, and put it together in this book. And essentially, it's um, it follows the main character, Bryn, kind of like Shannon, right? Um, so Bryn is the main character. Um, and it follows her life through a really difficult relationship um, through domestic violence um, as a number one. Um, her husband, Nathan, um, the secondary main character in the book, um, has some problems with addiction, um, with drugs and alcohol. And she's kind of stuck in the middle of all of that. So it really follows their life together, um, throw a kid or two into the mix. And there's that whole other element in there. But, um, you know, and going into that relationship, she's 18 years old. Um, and the story takes it back a whole 20 years forward, mm-hmm. back forward, if that works. Sure. Takes it forward a whole 20 years. So you kind of see that progression yep. of their life. Reading it, I, I really appreciated how, how it was written. It was, uh, you can definitely kind of make that connection with Bryn as telling that story, even down to the different fonts used of an inner thought, of an outer yeah. thought. It was, again, I'm not a reader, and it was it was a very easy read. That's it awesome. was like sitting down, listening to a story being told. Uh, it was, I think it was amazing. Thank you. Um, so kudos to you there. And I loved how you set that time each chapter, and it was just flying by. Awesome. Um, one of the things that I, I noticed is, one, being a lifelong Buffalo resident, 
um, you're a Buffalo or Rockford resident. I'm right? Rockford now, um, but, but I, I've I spent most of my life here. Um, I've only been in Rockford for about a year and a half. So mm-hmm. um, came from Buffalo, uh, graduated from here. No Tyler from here. Yep. No his wonderful sister Heather. Hey hey, <laughs> um, and his wife Jenny. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I've I've spent a lot of my life here, um, and this such a strong connection to this town and. Um, Obviously, it was really important for me to include that in the book. Some of the book is set in Buffalo, along yeah. with other places where Bryn lives for periods of time. But um, I really, it was important to me to bring Buffalo into the story because that's a big part of who I am, yeah. too. Uh, it was definitely interesting. It, oh, Sturgis Park. Huh. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> I know <Right>. that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in those little things, I mean, it just kind of does create that connection. So I do urge everybody to go and download it, go buy it. Um, and read it because it's a fantastic story and you kind of feel like you're there because these things are still very familiar with us these locations yep. and then it just uh it, it definitely sets the setting yeah very well thank you so i kind of want to talk about some of the other things that are true in the story mm-hmm. and and that's with some of the resources that you go over yeah uh, i know there's a hashtag it was survivors not victims yes and then Rivers of Hope yep. out of Monticello yep. and the Wright County Sheriff's Office. Yep. Some of these things that kind of helped domestic violence survivors in some of those resources that hopefully can shed some light on Absolutely. Other so um, I'll tackle the first one. Um, the first one first. Maybe cut that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. That's right. We're all real here. Right. Um, I'll tackle the first topic of um, the hashtag. So the hashtag is survivors, not victims. And I think it's really important, and, and I don't really think this gives much away, but in the prologue, which is kind of your opening chapter, right? So prologue kind of gives a summary of what you're about to read it. Mm-hmm. It's before chapter one. Um, in the prologue, one of the opening lines is there is, is that I am a victim. And I think it's really important as a survivor of domestic violence myself to not think of yourself as a victim think of yourself as a survivor Mm -hmm. you overcame something horrible you know and and not all of us are lucky enough to do that Mm -hmm. I mean there's people that are not surviving these situations every single day across the country across the world so um that hashtag is really meant to be uplifting um and positive and it it just sends a different message and different outlook sure things like domestic violence. Sure. Um, The second thing was the Rivers of Hope Center in Monticello. Um, So a portion of that part of the story is absolutely true. I did spend some time at Rivers of Hope myself. Um, It was by a recommendation um, from somebody in my life to to give that place a try. Um, I walked in there feeling like, I do not belong here. What am I doing here? And how is this going to help me? I just I really didn't know what to expect from it. Um, but they were so welcoming. Uh, they all made me feel comfortable, made me feel safe. Um, they were really great at explaining things. Um, you know, here's, here's what we think you should do. Here's what's, what steps to take. Um, we'll coach you through it. We'll help you. All that kind of stuff. So, so they kind of helped me um, pull together a, a plan. And, and um, it, it, it really, you know, at the time in my life kind of felt like, is that enough? I don't, I don't know. It's a piece of paper, right? It's, it's, it's called an order for protection. Is it really going to be enough to do any damage? I'm not going to throw it at him when he comes at me or mm-hmm. something like that, yeah. you know? So yes. you kind of question 
some of the methods, right? But but everything they're doing is legal. So you ha- you have to do those legal steps sometimes to protect yourself. So um, so that was something really positive I wanted to bring um, to the story um, as well, and helps bring awareness, you know, to groups like them. And there's you know places like that all sure. over the country. Um, so, and you just mentioned that you felt like initially this place isn't for me. This is for other people. And I think that's pretty common yeah. with um, whether it's seeking help for domestic abuse or seeking help for drugs and alcohol going, I don't, you know, this is kind of for other people. Was there a moment of like that realization of this is for me and this is where? Yeah, um, I, I would say be. not then. Um, yeah. I, I Honestly, I think that moment probably hit when I wrote that chapter. Sure. That was that was when it felt like, oh, wow, I really did do the right thing back then, um, because you have so many moments of of doubt, and mm-hmm. a lot of it is self doubt, or right, or, or ideas that are driven into your head by a certain person in your life, and you're questioning everything. And a lot of um, people that are going through these situations um, in domestic abuse, they don't really realize how bad it is, right? So they they kind of have their blinders on just as much as other people in their life mm-hmm. sometimes do. So you're not necessarily aware of what's happening as it's happening. It's more kind of in retrospect. So, um, yeah, it's, it, it, it definitely took me a while to get there to, to really feel like it was the right thing. Yeah. Uh, I think you developed the story very well. Um, Thanks. Kind of talking about that core family and friends. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to give any of the details away because you should go buy it and, and support, <laughs> <laughs> support Shannon. Um, because one question I have is going through that, you, you journaled, mm-hmm. you said it's 13 years. Um, was there a sense of relief off your shoulders when you finally got it down and then decided this should be a book? Yeah. Um, so writing has always been a thing for me, um, since I was really young. Uh, so, um, actually started writing when I was preteen. I mean, I wrote my first short story when I was like 12. I still have it. My dad helped me make a cover for it, right? It's he drew it. I colored it. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, I had this, it's like this thick, and it's, you know, that old times New Roman font and, um, yep. you know, weird lined paper and all that stuff. But it's so writing has always been a passion of mine. And what I've always struggled with is talking to people about things that are happening to me. I can talk to anybody, you know, face to face, on the phone, whatever. But when you're talking about something that happened to you, something that's personal, things like that, I was very closed off. I didn't want to talk to anybody. And writing was kind of my, it it was my avenue. It was my thing to be able to do where, you know, I I had kids really young and when they went to bed, I would grab my journal and write about Mm -hmm. things that were happening. So um, I will say last year when I kind of had that moment of like, I'm ready to write this. Um, it, it was really hard because, you know, going through those journals and looking at things I wrote in the past, bringing yourself back mm-hmm. to that. And, you know, the most traumatic time of my life, the most difficult thing I've ever gone through, reading those words again made everything so real. And that was really hard. So, you know, I struggled a bit with writing the book because it made everything fresh, like I was going through it again. Yeah. So I had to kind of balance it out. I didn't write the book in order. Um, I wrote, you know, scenes and snippets here and there and then kind of pieced it together later because it was easier to say, I'm going to spend a little bit of time today writing this really tough chapter and then I'm going to turn around and write something happy so I can end the day on a happy note. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, yeah, it's it's tough, but, you know, writing is so therapeutic and I know there's a lot of people um, that write 
when they're feeling emotional, that's where some of the best songs come from mm-hmm. and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Uh, during that writing process, uh, you're, I, I'm assuming you shared some of these stories with families and friends just to say, hey, does it, is this good? I'm thinking about making a book. Yeah. Uh, was there any uh, big surprises from the family saying like, oh, my God. You know, it, it, I mean, maybe yeah. that's a bad question, but uh, it's not a bad question. It's a good question, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Um, so, yeah, terrifying to put something like this book out there. I know you mentioned at the beginning of the interview that um, there's content warning even just on our discussion, right? Well, the yeah. book itself has a content warning, there's a lot of very sensitive material in there. It's really raw, it's emotional, and there's no holding back. For me, it was when I made that decision to commit to writing this book. It had to hit hard, and it had to be as raw as possible. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, I yes, I had discussions with my family, with my friends. Um, obviously, some of my real-life friends are turned into secondary characters in this book, which actually was so fun. It was so fun to make up names for them and, and give them a look, you know, give them that description and, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, those conversations obviously kind of had ahead of time. Is it okay if I write this scene? Because... Some of those scenes with the friends, they really are, you know, I would say 75% true in a lot of a lot of those chapters. And they're built on such important friendships in my life. And it was it just meant so much to me to bring those characters and those friendships to light in the book. Um, with my family, I yeah, I absolutely had to have conversations because, you know, there's a lot of sensitive stuff in there that truthfully my family didn't even know. Um, I kind of started out this 60-day trial period of um, writing stuff and throwing it out there for friends and close family to read Mm -hmm. um, to just kind of get that idea of, like, is this even any good? Like, somebody tell me whether or not it's good. I don't want to pursue this and it just be crap. So (laughs) I need to know. Um, So I actually uh, use a program called Wattpad for a couple months. Um, And Wattpad is a free app where you basically can create an account. You can write and share with your readers as you go. Um, And that was really good for me because – it allowed my friends and family to kind of read as I was writing and I would get instant feedback. Sometimes I'd put up a chapter and I'd get text messages or comments and all that stuff really fast about, Oh my gosh. Okay. Give me the next one. Give me the next one. And I was like, I didn't write it yet. That's a good sign. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So that was really fun. And that was very eye opening for me because it was kind of that aha moment where I was like, I might actually be good at this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah, and and you know, in, in doing that too, you know, a lot of my friends and family read that what I call the first draft, because I, I did put it front to front cut. <laughs> <laughs> I did put a whole, you know, beginning, middle, end together yeah. in that Wattpad version. But what ended up in the book is completely edited. It's been professionally edited, it's been, you know, through the ringer. Um it, as so it's very different from what people might have read mm-hmm. in that first draft. It's it's definitely come a long way. So all you people that did read buy it, it. go and buy it. <laughs> yeah. right. Again, and if you're okay with that, we're going to put a link in Absolutely. this description. I mean, I'd love nothing more for, one, people to get that story out. And love one, it. you say, hey, we have 1,000 downloads. <laughs> you know, that'd, be <laughs> that'd be great. awesome. Yeah. That'd be great. Well, and that's a, you know, a, a good point to make, right? Where can people buy it? Yes. Um, you want me to go there? Absolutely. Um, So I'm going to go there. So um, one of the fun things about being what we call in this industry an indie author um, means you're independently published. So I'm the publisher. There's no, you know, traditional publisher. There's no book deal. 
maybe one day, but there's no big deal, guys. <laughs> right. So um, you kind of do everything yourself, cover design, editing. You, I, I paid an editor. I hired an editor. But you're kind of doing all that stuff yourself. Um, and then you kind of upload everything. There's all these different ways you can do it, different companies you can use to put your book out there. Um, I chose to go through Amazon's um, Kindle Direct Publishing, known as KDP, um, to start. And uh, – this is the product of that. Um, but with that, you, you, can, you can do an ebook version and you can do a paperback. Um, so it is available on Kindle edition, um, also in Kindle Unlimited, which is if you have a monthly subscription, you read a lot, you own a Kindle or the Kindle app anywhere, um, you can download it and read for free. Um, so yeah, those are kind of the options right now and hopefully one day it'll be local yeah, <laughs> in bookstores store. and right. all Absolutely. that fun stuff. Yeah. And what is that process in terms of getting it off of, not off of Amazon, but kind of growing that availability? Um, is it just your own personal effort of reaching out to a Buffalo Books or something of that nature to say, hey, I have a book here and it's a story I want to share. I think it's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, so um, there's kind of different avenues you can go. Um, one of those avenues is you, you pick up the phone, call the bookstore, walk into the bookstore, things like that. But the bookstore is not going to, you know, right? Buffalo Books is an independent bookstore. They're not going to go buy a whole supply of books from Amazon. Why would they right. do that? That's one of their biggest competitors, yeah, right? right. <laughs> so um, there's a secondary um, place where this book is actually um, published and available um, for local bookstores, libraries to pick it up. It's called Ingram Spark. Um, so they can order um, cases and quantities of 24 mm -hmm. um, copies at a time to supply their own stock as well. And that comes at a specialized discount mm -hmm. as well. So, yeah. What does it feel like to get a box of books delivered to your door and you're like, this is the culmination of yeah. the 13 years inherited. Like, what's that there like? There were a lot of tears, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, it was very emotional because, you know, obviously this is a personal story for me. So in some ways, even though it's fiction, it's like putting my diary out there <laughs> to the world. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. But it's, it's just, I'm so proud of it. I'm so proud of the message that it sends and the fact that, you know, while it can be a really difficult emotional read, there's such a positive message with this book. And I mean, Tyler read the ending. Did you feel good when you were done? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's just, it, it, it's, it is emotional. And yeah, seeing it in print for the first time was just insane to me. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, you can read it on an electronic device on a Kindle or whatever, and it's just not the same at all. Yes, yeah. that's what I was just going to say. There is a certain smell yeah. that a paperback book has, and right. you just you haven't made it till you smell it. Yeah. <laughs> and then to be able to do this, I mean, this yeah. is like one of the best feelings in the world where like it looks like a book, you know? Mm -hmm. so, sure does yeah. look like a book. <laughs> it's a book, You guys. are right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ding. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so what, uh, what's next? Do you have any other projects in, in the works? I do. Ooh. Um, so <laughs> I love that quote. Tyler's already like, where can I get it? Yeah. Um, no, it's, uh, yes, I do have, I actually have kind of a handful of projects. Mm -hmm. Um, with this book taking 13 years, right? Obviously I might've dabbled in some other writing as well yeah. in the meantime. So yeah, I do um, have at least two books that are kind of fairly far along um, that I hope to put out soon. Very cool. Um, but yeah, they, you know, got to go through that editing process and 
beta readers over. and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah. And it's hard because it's like, I'm, I've been so excited to put this book out there. And again, I'm an indie author. So all the marketing and stuff is mine. I have to do it myself yeah. unless I want to hire a PA, which I haven't made enough money for that yet. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, you know, you're, you're kind of on your own with it. Um, but yeah, I, I still am working on other projects. I'm hoping to get another book out, um, hopefully within the next six months, if I'm lucky. Wow. If I'm lucky, um, again, indie writing is, you know, you're able to put your, your books out a little faster, yeah. um, which is kind of fun. You can set your own you know, target dates and release dates and all that kind of stuff. So. I have a question on when you get an idea. Yeah. Are you are you jotting it down? Do you keep a recorder with you? Do you what do you do? What does that look like? Yeah, so I actually don't like the sound of my voice. Fun fact. <laughs> well, <laughs> you can so find here. this anywhere you want. Right? Podcasts on Facebook and YouTube. <laughs> I may not ever watch this video. Yeah, yeah, right. Um. So yeah, I I don't do the voice recorder thing. It's just sure. not my thing, and okay. I kind of feel funny walking around like talking to myself. I won't even like FaceTime in public. Like okay. it's just weird to me. But um, I, I very much like notes app on my phone. I will randomly pull out my phone, like suddenly get something. Sure. And sometimes it's just a word, or like you hear a word and you're like, that's a good word that I feel like needs to be in a book. Or like even last night at dinner, my family and I were sitting down and we were talking about, and this may never make it into a book, but we we're just talking about like, oh yeah, like, no, I'm not even going to give this example. You're going to okay. cut that because it's actually really morbid. That's a Cla- cliffhanger right there. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, stay tuned. all of her books. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'll tell you if you cut it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, but we, you just kind of like talk about things in general and like middle of conversation or you might see something on TV that suddenly you're like, huh. That could make a story, mm-hmm. you know, where it, it just could be a snippet of something mm-hmm. and it just, you got to write it down. And, and there are times where I'm falling asleep, you know, ready for bed. I'm all tucked in and I'm falling asleep and I think of something and then I go, oh, I gotta write that down. Yes, I have to get up. I have yeah. no choice because I don't want to lose it, you know, right. yeah. <laughs> where there was a couple scenes in My Only Sunshine that were really hard to write and I was struggling with like how do I even get these words out whereas like you know this is a scene you know it's going to be powerful but how do you write it and I was just stuck on this one particular chapter for the longest time like it took me longer than any other chapter in this book to write not 13 years but it took a long time Mm -hmm. and I it came to me like after midnight one night I was trying Mm -hmm. to go to bed and I just this book kept me awake for so long so I was like okay well I guess I'm going to the laptop yeah right (laughs) so Throughout the book writing process is, and you're doing your own publishing and you're doing your own PR and all that with the help of a local podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, people, where, where can people find you? Um, so I, yeah, I'm super active on social media. Um, but I have my own author page on Facebook. It's um, Shan Jump MN author, I think. Um, yes. Yep. Yep. That's it. <laughs> Good job. Nice, good Yay, guess. I passed another test. <laughs> um, and then I'm also on Instagram. Um, I opened a Twitter in December. I have about 33 followers. <laughs> um, Twitter's not my jam, but... 34. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it's not not my big thing, but my daughter basically told me I had to get on Twitter because that's where authors are these days. But um, So, yeah, those are my three things. Um, a really fun thing, actually, Facebook-specific about um, writers is that all over Facebook, you know, the Facebook groups, there's groups for everything, right? Well, there's a whole bunch of groups for people who love to read and writers and all that stuff. So I learned most of what I know um, about 
this whole publishing process through a group on Facebook and through other writers and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. But um, we do these things where we call them author takeovers where you join a group and take over their page for a day. And I got to do some of that last week. So the book came out um, February 25th, last Thursday. And I spent Thursday and Friday doing author takeovers on different pages. And it was so much fun. Um, but you do giveaways and get to know your readers and all that oh, kind of cool. stuff and talk about the book. And it's just, it's just kind of cool. It's like going on tour without leaving the house, you know, still in my jammies. And it was pretty mm -hmm. fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very fun. Well, Thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for Congratulations having me. Congratulations on your debut you. novel. Uh, thank you for sharing your story, um, the 75% true part. Yeah. And, <laughs> right. and one, if there's any last words that you can give for other survivors, not victims, uh, do you have anything that you want to say directly to them? Oh, gosh. Um, that's a question I didn't expect, Tyler. Um, yeah, I think uh, one of the most important things I learned um, I was very young when I went through my experience and, and got out of it within a few years. But um, don't be afraid to talk about what happened to you. I think that's one thing that I really held so much in. I, I didn't talk about it. And I mean, even some of my closest friends today didn't know half of what happened and still don't know half of what happened because, again, my book is fiction, so mm -hmm. I can deny anything I want. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I just think it's really important to talk about it. Have Have someone to talk to, whether it's, you know, depending on your age, it could be, you know, a teacher, a friend in the community, your parents, your siblings, your friends, um, rivers of hope or, or something like it, you know, rely on people for a little bit of help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, I tried to do everything myself. I failed at a lot of things because of it, but, you know, it, it, it just, it, it would have been a lot easier if I would have just asked for help. So yeah. I think that's important. I think that's a, a, amazing. Um, I do want to add one last thing. All right. Texted with my sister this morning and said, yeah. I read it. She's like, what? <laughs> she goes, "Is I want to know your perspective as a, a guy that read it. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> be, because I, I think it, it's maybe geared more towards sure. you women. Know, women. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. I, re reading some of this stuff, it, it actually, it made me feel angry mm -hmm. that somebody could do that to another person. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. like, and I think it was just the page turner. And just like, I can't believe people are like that. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that one, that was that initial reaction. And I'm like, oh my gosh. It, it just got me thinking, this isn't just for women. I think men should read this too. Oh, I appreciate uh, that. Because I don't think all men are like that. And there's just Absolutely some really not. bad no. <laughs> yeah, there. The, yeah, it's, you know, I, I hate to use the phrase luck of the draw, right? But it's kind <laughs> yeah, of, yeah. It, it, you have to know your value. Yeah. And and know when you're not in a positive relationship and be able to walk away from that. And that is not easy. I mean, there's people every day in these troubled relationships, and it, it's just not walking away is not easy. And then you throw kids into the mix, and it's 10 times harder and all that. But, no, I, I appreciate that perspective, Tyler. And, you know, I will say my my older brother actually read this when it was on Wattpad, too. He read that first version, and he was just, I can't stop. I can't stop reading. Oh, my God, <laughs> yeah. I can't stop. Yeah. But, you know, kind of you know, I was getting texts from him along the way, too, and just, you know, that that positivity and you know thanks for sharing this and I'm so proud of you and like things yeah. things like that that are hard for me to hear it's hard for me to hear those kind of like super positive things right yeah but um no it, it is it is good and, and and I agree I think it, it can be for anybody right there's a lot of um, kind of different um, scenes in the book that you know can be suitable for a male for a female or whatever but I think just in general right be a better person Right. It, it's it's that kind of message and, and it brings that kind of message to any reader, whether you're male or female. Yeah. So. Yeah.
Well, thank you again. Awesome. Thanks for having well, me. Well done. Thank, thank you. you. For the Buffalo Community Podcast, I'm Tyler Reese. I'm Mark Benzer. And I'm Shannon Jump, indie author. Ha, 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 ha.